You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Take a pause from your to-do list with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Pylin has dating down to a science. She's on the boyfriend track, full steam ahead. But by being so goal-oriented, is she actually ruining all chances of a real romantic connection? This is Exit Interview. I'm Julie Kraftchik. And I'm UHU. And we're active daters turned dating sociologists. On our podcast, Datable, we've talked to thousands of modern daters and world-renowned experts to understand why do we date the way that we do. Mm, And today, we're putting all of that experience to use in a very exciting new experiment called Exit Interview. And this isn't the exit interview that you're probably thinking of. Today, we're going to talk to a dater whose longest relationship was with dating apps. And we're about to talk to her past flames to hear the good and the bad, and hopefully set her on a better track towards finding love. And really give her the tools to build that healthy relationship that she's been looking for. Yeah. But this, Julie, come on. Longest relationship with dating apps. This sounds very familiar. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. We recently on our Datable podcast interviewed someone who had been on 800 first Tinder dates. Damn. (laughs) That was it. Amazing. (laughs) While dating is fun, a lot of times our goal is to find a relationship. So we don't want to be going on date after date. I totally relate to being so goal-oriented. It's hard to sometimes get out of the weeds, wanting it to be like kind of a one-track mind of making this into a relationship. But I know for me, when I have been so rigid, thinking like, okay, if this person doesn't contact me for date number two in a week, 
They don't text back after 24 hours. Like that's actually just gotten me so in my head and making me force situations that probably should never have developed in the first place. (laughs) Right. We can't confine ourselves to these timelines that may have worked for other people. And it's society, right? We put such an emphasis on being in a relationship, getting engaged, getting married, having kids. They're milestones. So we treat them like achievements we need to knock off. That isn't how love is. Mm -hmm. So I relate to this boyfriend track. All of it is that we are told that in our careers, we need to hit these milestones. Mm -hmm. We see very successful career-driven people having this mindset. But what we've learned in our years of doing Datable is you can't apply the same professional mindset to your love life. It just doesn't work like that. Yes. And then that brings us to our guest today. When Pylon wrote in, we were like, we need to do an exit interview because we know a lot of people are getting caught up in these timelines in the goal setting. And how do we start to get out of this mindset and figure out how a relationship should go to letting it just happen a bit more organically? Let's welcome Pylon. Thank you for being on the exit interview, Highland. Oh my God. Thank you so much. I appreciate this opportunity. So this is what we know about you so far. We've gathered this much information. We know you're an analyst and human potential coach based out of Vancouver. We know that you are very active, that you love rock climbing and other fitness pursuits. One of your longstanding activities, however, is swiping away on dating apps, which you've been off and on for for over a decade. In fact, you told us that this is your longest running relationship. (laughs) You approach dating very methodically. You could say you have it down to a science, dating lots and lots of guys. And over the course of this time, you've had some success dating guys here and there. But despite you being so ready for love and being ready for a permanent relationship, you can't figure out why none of these guys want to take things to the next level. And currently, we know that you have just started dating someone you actually really like, and you're nearing the three-month mark, and you're terrified. It's about to fall apart like all of the other relationships. So we're here today to answer this question. Pylin. By being so goal-oriented and boyfriend track focused, are you actually failing at building a real romantic connection? How does that sound? Oh, oh. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. You know, I love that you said my longest relationship has been with dating apps. Like that definitely made us laugh because I think a lot of people could relate to that. Oh my God. I was in the OG using, I want to say, okay, let's go back to, um, remember IRC days and ICQ what? days? Wait, ICQ, I don't yeah. even know what, wait, what's ICQ? <laughs> <laughs> they're not even dating app. They're just like online chat, you know, AOL, right? Oh yeah. 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 So it's not AOL. It's like two other versions. So I've been chatting with random people around, around the world since I was in middle school. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> ICQ is the one that once you get a message, it goes, uh-oh, right? That's oh, the my God. Uh-oh. <laughs> they should bring that back for a dating app. <laughs> and then the first dating app I used was um, Plenty of Fish. So okay. I'm like, kind of like way back then. And then I think I used all the apps. Wow. Maybe not all, all of them, but a lot of them. So you're a pro dater. You're a pro dating app <laughs> dater. So sad, but yes. <laughs> when we say date like a scientist, you truly date like a scientist. You take it to that level. <laughs> not as hardcore as I know one guy in my old work. He had an Excel sheet. <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> so how are you feeling currently about dating? 
I think as a younger self, I'm more like intense type A planner. And now it's like, so, you know, I'll see my type A come out and be like, oh, right, that's the intense self. You can take a chill pill. It's okay. Let's see if we like each other at all and enjoy ourselves. And then we can see what happens next. And then it's okay if things don't work out. So I think that kind of mindset of like no non-attachment to the outcome, but enjoying the process and the outcome would be a cherry on top, like an added benefit. And that shouldn't be your ultimate only thing in life that you need. So I think that intensity has been released. So like in just not just dating, but my whole life, it's like, oh, I can just enjoy and just show up and be okay. Not be like, oh my God. So I think that's the one thing that I'm trying to get better at myself. Mm. So I have been seeing somebody mm. for almost three months. Okay. But I'm freaking out because three months seems to be the mark that something happens. It seems to be a trend now. You're like, oh, three months, the first time you get into a fight or mm. something happens and then go into the six months. So three months, six months, nine months seem to be the marks of things mm -hmm. you either stay or go and there's like a, a like a convert like a convergence or path so it's coming up so i'm kind of like internally like oh my mm. god three months coming up oh something bad gonna happen it might not it might so is that part of why you wanted to do an exit interview or was there another reason the main reason is like i love to learn to be honest and i'm just curious mm -hmm. and i love feedback so this is my chance and then with you new know, the experts to be here to help me process so here we are. I think from here, we might as well hear from your first flame. So we were able to talk to Neil, who you met on Hinge, and you went out for four months, like a little over a year ago. Where did you think this relationship was going? Well, interesting, because I brought up the exclusivity talk, but we never said like, we are boyfriend-girlfriend kind of talk. Oh. We want the same thing. Like we both want kids. We want a family. I thought we had a great time. And then the breakup, I, to me, came from nowhere. Oh. Like, left field. Like, surprise! Blindsided. Blindsided, 100%. Um, so, yeah. So, that's what, what happened. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> shall we hear it from Neil? She has a really interesting personal history. She's smart, very well-educated. So, that made for all kinds of things that we could talk about. And she's also a very bubbly personality. She's really positive and, and cheerful and likes to laugh. So those were all pretty great qualities. So how long did you two date? I think it was a roughly four months. You get past sort of strictly sharing interests and start to you know get a feel for how you are as two individuals. Like sexually, we had no problems. They were great, uh, really, really good. Were there other people in the picture during these four months? Uh, not for me, no. From the point that there was any kind of physical contact or we were actually starting to spend time together, on my end, there was not anybody else that I was dating or seeing or, or considering. And were you guys defined as a relationship? Yes, I think it's safe to say so. She was very intentional about how we sort of like stepped into the relationship more so than me, I would say. And did she ask you like a lot about you? Was she invested in your life? She's very good at asking questions. And I mean, to be honest, she was asking me those questions before I was sort of really ready to be answering them. Like on our second date, <laughs> she was right down to business with, you know, like, what is it that you're after and values and things like that, which are totally legit. She was not shy about going to those topics. There were too many times that I felt like we just, I did not feel connected. I was not engaged and it was showing up in my behavior. So 
and she would she would bring it up. She would point it out. So I'm trying to figure out what your reaction is to these questions. Do you think that if you were more connected, then she wouldn't be asking these questions in this way? Or there'd just be different questions like that you're eager to answer or questions that reveal that they get you. This like you see something in each other that you recognize or that is a spark for you. And was there a moment where you start to think, okay, there's something, there's a disconnect here? It's probably more like an accumulation of moments. I, I was not sufficiently sort of engaged and invested. How did you end things? We met, I think, for brunch. Before we sat down, I said, you know, I think we should talk. So we went for a walk before we went into the restaurant, sort of shared how I'd been feeling. In the context of the show, we're trying to help Hyland. Is there anything specific that we can bring back to her? Pylin is grade A relationship material, but it doesn't mean that two people sort of match in a line. Oh my God. <laughs> Neil did bring up the questions that you were asking pretty early on. Do you remember these questions that you were asking? I don't know the wording exactly, but I was like, you know, what are you looking for? And then I think like that's open enough. It's not like, and then they would answer and then I would say, but then I think the way I ask it, they know what I'm asking about. And usually even now with my dating, before we even meet, I ask that up front. I ask it, I try to make it super cash, but maybe it doesn't come out cash. Like, like for example, <laughs> in, in a taxi, I would say like, oh, we'd love to meet up and happy to. I'm here to meet people in real life. Um, just curious before we go down that path, you know, what you're looking for and what are your thoughts on children? Okay, outside of the relationship, like, you know, are you looking for a relationship? Do you want kids? Those feel like, you know, two big ones. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What other questions are on your mind? This like laundry list of questions that you have floating. They say, okay, for example, the guy I'm I'm seeing, right, he has kids. So I'm curious to hear how when he became a father, how has identity shifted? Mm -hmm. Like those are things I want to know. And people, I know normal people don't sit around thinking about their identity shift. But I read about it. I think about it, right? Like, who are you? Who's your identity? How does your role change? How do you see yourself change? How do you see the world differently because of that role change? And that's just me wanting to understand people, right? But I can see a normal person like, what the fuck asking me about identity change? Shift as a like, yeah, man, that <laughs> probably seems intense to a normal person. But like, I have psych friends. We talk about this kind of shit. So for me, I love asking these questions. And then what's your response to Neil saying he wasn't ready for these types of questions? If you're not in a space of being intentional with your dating, like if you're like 21 or 19, sure. But at this age, as an adult, like we're all busy people and we have to be intentional with our time and how we spend time with who and, and what energy we bring. So for me, it's like, are you ready to date? Or if you're not ready, you can be like, I'm just here to enjoy myself and then be honest with saying that you're not ready. This is a tricky one. And there's nothing wrong with getting aligned on what you're looking for. But sometimes it's the way these questions are asked. It feels like a patient intake form. How tall are you? Uh, What's your age? And are you looking for marriage? You know, like it feels kind of clinical in that way. So I wonder if this is something we can work on just planting the seed right now. Like, it's just the way we ask these questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm open to that. I think when we asked him, like, how did he feel around you? A lot of it was these types of questions, not necessarily like a banter you two had or an interest in him. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like you got him like at a 
like a level that felt like good for a partner? Like, what was your take on it? Like, he's like a mystery mm. to me, mm. for sure. Like, I did feel, I had to like, what's his thing? I need to like uh-huh. find a way in. Like, what's the, like, I'm kind of like, like, I feel like I'm circling around the outside, but I can't like get in. And maybe that's why I'm like, I need to ask more stuff. Yeah. It's like uncovering a mystery. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Detective, detective pylon on the case. <laughs> I feel like I've been there where all you're thinking is like, I just want to figure out this puzzle. Yeah. But then yes. you find out that they didn't care to p- figure you out as a puzzle. They didn't even think of you as a puzzle. Like This is what I'm hearing is Neil's like, oh, I didn't even know that this was happening. <laughs> right. But you're like, I was trying every angle to, to try to figure him out. That's where the disconnect is. And then the question, too, is like, did you even like him? Or was it more of just this, mm-hmm. like, this challenge almost of like, I need to figure this guy out and mm-hmm. make this official and turn it into something? We're getting a sense of Neil. Let's get into it with our next flame. See if these patterns persist. See if there's different things that came up. Your second old flame that we spoke to, David. We'll be right back after this short break. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Your second old flame that we spoke to, David. You met in Toronto before you moved to Vancouver. Uh, I think you met on Plenty of Fish. And you also did a little bit of long distance with him. Yes. And with David, what is your take on why things ended? I think we uncovered that we have very different value system on at least one topic. Um, It was about medicine 
I had to like reduce my work hours because I couldn't sleep like on my own, not with like, not on my own, but with the medicine, but, but like not suffering like five, six days a week. So this is like a miracle drug to me. I'm like, I can sleep and function like a human now. I feel so much better. I can you know, go out, enjoy myself. So then when he learned that I'm taking this medicine, his viewpoint was that from my understanding is that he, he doesn't believe in this medicine and then came back and said like, I forgot what he said, but basically like we're not like aligned in how we see the world kind of thing. But looking back, I'm glad that came up. Okay. Okay. Good to get your take because now we're going to get David's take. Let's hear from him. She had just moved to Vancouver from Toronto. I looked through her pictures and I thought, oh, she looks attractive. So that's the first thing that went through my mind. And then after that, I read her profile and she sounded intelligent and well-written. There's also a long-distance aspect to all of this too? Mm -hmm. Yeah, in the beginning, she was living in Toronto, but she was planning on moving out west. And she was already scouting, (laughs) which is kind of... Very pilot, it seems like she's so forward thinking and so organized and so serious that she'd already been, you know, getting ready for her move out by trying to meet somebody before she even came out. Oh, that's interesting. How do you feel about that? It's it's funny to me because it's very different from my personality. I'm way more go with the flow. She's kind of like an A-type personality, and I'm way more of like, you know, the slacker type. I do think in the end, that's probably, uh, I played a part in why I thought we didn't have a super strong connection. But it seemed to me like she could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. She's so hell-bent on making it work the way she has it in the plans, and it's like... I just feel like that's not how life works. She's not like a comforting person. It's like I have typically been involved with women who are very like softer. She was definitely not my usual experience. Let's fast forward to the end. How did things end between you two? I broke it off with her. I just didn't feel like we had a strong connection. She was frustrating me and getting on my nerves. And those were things that were like, this isn't somebody that I feel so strongly about, that I feel so connected to, that I I really want to make it work. At the end of the day, it's like if we'd had this really strong romantic connection, then yeah, then who knows what would have happened. Oh, <laughs> this is good. Mm. He didn't even bring up the medicine uh, part on our on our call with him. It seemed like I mean this is this is just sum up what he told us. It just seemed like you two were not the right match. Again, another example of maybe knocking at the wrong door. And some of the words that he used to describe you like serious, forward thinking, a type, hard headed. Have you heard him say this about you? I haven't heard him say that, but it wasn't surprising, right? Because I think I said I'm recovering type A. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, oh, I thought I relaxed a lot, but then I guess it's still up there. So not too surprising on those things. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's what we're noticing. It's like, you know, obviously this is a work in progress and I'm a type A person too, so I get it. And it, it takes time to unravel a bit. But I definitely think even like, how do we bring more of a lightness to to all this? 
did you like David as a person? Like, did you like enjoy being around with him? Did you feel a romantic connection with him? Like, I think it's a good person. But looking back, like when he said I irritated him, he irritated me also. It's just like different ways of being. So, and if I don't remember what exactly, but beyond that discussion we had, but there was like a, like if I look back, I'm like, why does this thing he says just irk me? I've totally been there before myself, like trying to mold people into who I want them to be. And there comes a point where you're trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'd rather more like, this is nice and comfortable and I feel cozy and I want that. I want cozy. I don't need that passion. That passion's extra. would be amazing. But it's the cozy to me that would last. Did you feel cozy with David? Yeah, I think like looking back with David, like, yeah, not cozy. Yeah. I think you wanting to work at a relationship, you being self-development focused is important. But how do you start to put yourself at the forefront and make sure this is someone that like you want to invest in essentially. Mm-hmm. I think that is a big key to this whole piece. Yeah. It's hard as a doer to not do and let it things come, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. <sighs> but sometimes you do need to like, see, is this person meeting me? You know, if they're not, you're just basically in a relationship with yep. yourself. <laughs> and online apps. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and dating apps. Exactly. Let's get into it with our next flame. See if these patterns persist. See if there's different things that came up. So we have Kenny that you two met on Hinge and you dated one month. So I guess, what did you view the trajectory of this relationship? This one was like, he, I feel like looking back, he was almost like a mix of Neil and David. Hmm. There were things I can't figure this guy out. So I'm trying to figure him out. And you have a lot of like silences where I'm like, what is going on and that I can't I'm an extrovert and I can't deal with silence so I want to like dig in and like and then I feel like what's going on with this guy so during the relationship it's, it's a month so it was like still too new for me to be like and again my my ammo is let's figure out what's going on versus like get get out yeah yep. <laughs> so, yep. there's mm-hmm. so much analyzing that's happening I'm just yep. like thinking about like what's going on in your head with these relationships this puzzle you need to solve with all these people like <laughs> It's so fascinating. When they don't think about you that way, that's the problem. They don't think about you that way. Yeah, this is where like people are like, oh, you, oh, you're a psychologist. Are you analyzing me? And we go like, no. Well, I mean, clearly, yes. Yeah. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly. Okay. Well, I think it's time for us to hear what Kenny had to say. Yes. I'm looking for a life partner and for marriage and for kids. And I was getting that sort of vibe when I actually saw the profile the things that stood out for me, I thought the photos, um, I thought I was obviously like attracted. But I think that there was some sort of elements of personal development, goals. What was the first meet like when you actually went on a date? We had sushi, then we went to the park and we ended up talking for a few hours. So I thought for like, a, in terms of first date, I thought it was like quite positive. She had like a very nice smile. I thought that she was very well-spoken, articulate. Uh, smart, funny. And I, I was quite excited because, you know, I'm very entrepreneurial and, and she's pursuing entrepreneurial activities as well in terms of like work life balance, in terms of like core values, in terms of where she wants to live and travel. I mean, I felt like there was like all these things and I felt that we were like really vibing and connecting. But I think that she was very observant. I think that she was asking some questions and seeing how I would sort of like react to those uh, questions. Like what sort of questions? I felt like this overall 
Um, let's see how Kenny is going to react and carry himself on this first date. You know, she, she's a PhD and, um, you know, she, she specializes in like psychology. So I, I think that m- maybe some of it was sort of like my imagination. So what happened after that? How did things progress? I think that we were dating for about five or six weeks in total. And she's a very sort of like goals oriented person. But I did feel a sense of like, are we doing this? Are we not? Like, let's move things like quickly and figure it out. And I was hoping things would be a little bit more um, like organic. Can you expand a little bit more about that? Like I had a great time. It was a great evening, great date. But I think it was like time for us to like retire for the evening and just like leave the night where it is. But I got like this overall sense of like, I want to keep this date like going or like I want you to invite me to do the next thing. And I didn't want to be like really rude because I'd already kind of mentioned like, hey, I've already had like a really long day. I should probably think about like packing it in for the evening sort of thing. Highland was like really looking for me to to move forward quite quickly. And that was that felt to me like inexperienced or just couldn't read me. This sounds like really negative and I hope it's not taken the wrong way, but I just felt like I was in a bit of a like a pipeline or something. I don't know, like a checklist. Oh. And were you too intimate at all? Not so much. I think that there <laughs> I think that there was like a few makeout sessions sort of thing. We didn't um have sex, no. Pylon kind of she actually called me out. She's kinda of like, you know, I can't really tell like if you're into me or not like you haven't really tried to like escalate or kiss and like it was a bit of like a turnoff i don't know how to explain that like i think that to me it was kind of like oh shit like she's applying a lot of like pressure and like ah like stress when you broke things off with her how did she react i let her know that i felt that there was something potentially like missing i couldn't really nail it And I think that she took it like fairly well. Our relationship sort of like it ran its course. As parting words, is there any last feedback you would leave for Pylon? The only sort of like constructive feedback I would have is just maybe allowing things to flow a little bit more organically. Wow. Seems on brand. (laughs) Let's talk about this idea of like letting things play out organically. When you ask these questions that Kenny's been talking about, Neil's been talking, everybody has been talking about these questions. Do you feel like you're organically bringing up these topics? (laughs) It's inorganic in the sense of I have to hold myself back. I have way more questions. (laughs) I have a gajillion questions. That's the recovering type A right there. (laughs) Okay, need to casually ask one and I even, this is where like, you know, the planfulness come in. I'm like, this is going to be the fun day. I'm not going to ask questions. I'm just going to just enjoy. Next day, I'm going to ask questions. Oh, uh-huh. I do it on purpose. Otherwise, Pailin, normal self, will just be asking all the questions all the time. This is my vibe. <laughs> so it's inorganic because I am holding back already. Okay. I'm like starting to see what's happening here. Go grab a sip of water. We'll be right back. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat 
balancing glucose levels and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Okay, I'm like starting to see what's happening here. Like, I Mm -hmm. don't think it's the content you're asking. It's how you're asking it Mm -hmm. is the problem. Like when you were talking about, you know, the identity shift of becoming a father, like that could be a really great conversation to learn about his like how he deals with fatherhood. But I think the way it's being phrased right now, it feels so academic. It feels like an essay they're supposed to write. If someone came to me and was like, what identity are you feeling right this minute? Or like, Mm -hmm. how has this changed? I also would be like, I don't know how to answer this. So (laughs) I guess what's happening is you're not actually getting the info you want because you're not setting these people up for success in the sense that it doesn't feel like a getting to know you convo. It feels like the intake form again. It's like there is a Mm -hmm. specific answer you have in mind and you're trying to see if they answer the question correctly. Like that feels like you're being tested, not having a connection with someone. You heard some of them say, I feel like she can't read the room. Where I can't, I feel like she couldn't read the situation. And I'm sensing what's happening is because you come to these dates with an agenda. Yeah. That you don't take the time to step back and think, Oh, how, what is the vibe right now? Is the vibe more of a serious conversation or should we keep it light? And I, I personally am guilty of this because in the beginning of my relationship with my partner, I want to talk about deep shit all the time because, you know, Julie and I do our dateable podcast. All we do is talk about deep shit. And I love asking these kind of questions. And my partner had to stop me one day and he's like, I'm not in the mood. I'm just like not in the mood to talk about that. And I had to read the room in that way. So Later, subsequently, now in our relationship, I create space for it. You know, we every Wednesday, that's our time to talk about deep shit. And the other days, we can keep it light and fun, which is kind of the bulk of a relationship is 
having it be light and fun. That's a good point. It makes sense. And yeah. It's like all that human behavior sociology aspect is fascinating. I remember going on a date with someone and talking about relationship schemas, which is very fascinating. And I, you know, I, it was almost like I didn't actually learn that much about them though. Like, even though I mm-hmm. felt like I was going to because this was such a topic that would reveal their thought patterns and the way they perceived information. Like It's kind of like you think you're getting to the root of it. But honestly, I can't even remember what that person said to anything now, looking back on it. We never had a second date. And, you know, when I did meet my current partner, like I remember it was after this podcast episode we did about making dating fun again. And my mentality going in was so different. I'm like, I'm just going to go see where the combo goes. No agenda, no preconceived questions I need to ask. Just like I would talk to a friend or a random person I'm meeting. The deep stuff comes later, like UA was saying. But then that's kind of my reactions, like straight going to like protective mode, like, hey, don't ask anything, just act chill and fun, because I can just be fun and chill. But that's not you. Exactly. So now I'm like, oh my God, now to figure out what is the thing to like, and then see I'm already planning like how to approach something and <laughs> right. read the room, how to read the room. Oh my God, because I think it's the opposite in the sense of, I sense that they are disengaged. That's why I'm going in with more. You're almost like too self-aware. Yeah. And... You're dating people sometimes who are not that self-aware. Yeah, exactly. And so it comes off as you unable to read the room because you're, you see more that's happening than the everyday person. Yeah. Yes. But we would challenge you to think in this way. We're not trying to repress and suppress. This is like (laughs) not what we're trying to do here. You do you and you be you and you being who you are is what makes you so unique and interesting. I think what we're learning from this is that sometimes you need to give a relationship some breathing room, Mm -hmm. that it does not need to be a learning experience every second. Yeah, The learning actually comes from silence sometimes or just from being. I still feel like the men, at least we've talked to, were just not the right fit for you. Mm-hmm. They were not ready for the pylon that would organically be in a relationship. They're bringing something out of you that actually makes you come off inorganic. Like they're actually bringing out the side of you that I don't actually think is the natural form of who you are. Maybe the middle ground here is you could have the one starting off question pre-planned because we're not going to change like that whole aspect. Okay. From there, you're not thinking ahead of what the question is. All you're doing is listening and being curious. Oh, yes. Asking natural follow-up. I think so much of it's the language. How do we bring it down a notch? Like, I don't want to take that away from you with the academic side professionally, Mm -hmm. but in dating – How do you make people feel comfortable, happy, interested, excited, at ease? Like, we don't want to make them feel like they're taking a quiz that they have to pass. Yeah, unfair. Because, like, for me, like, I'm like, okay, you know, you want to act, you want to treat other people like the way they want to be treated versus the way you want to be treated. Because for me, I'm like, oh, my gosh, somebody coming ask me all these questions. I would, like, be, like, super in love. But clearly, that's not the message. Normal people are just kind of like, let's keep it light. Yes, you can still ask, but don't go because I'm like, 
these are such interesting questions. Let's sit here and go through the 36 questions of getting us closer. You know, those are like super fun for me. So it is hard to like, okay, keep it chill. How do I ask this in chill? <laughs> it's, I don't even think it's that though. It's mm-hmm. what, it's what Kenny just said when there are these like, contrive questions Mm -hmm. it makes someone feel like they're going through a pipeline Mm -hmm. that they are a prospect that there is like a detachment of who they are as a human Mm -hmm. that's where the disconnect is happening Mm -hmm. another note to kind of think about is to challenge your notions of what a normal person is you keep saying normal people like you're the alien and you're on earth dating these normal pedestrians (laughs) how do I relate How do I talk to this pedestrian who's just a normal person? Well, you're also a normal person. Am I? (laughs) By doing that, you're kind of creating distance. A better way to think about it is like, you're all from the same planet, as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) It's more like, how do I get to the human level and not the academic level, right? And these questions were written by academics. The 36 questions written by a researcher, an academic. But beyond that is like, what is the human level? Sometimes the human just wants to be. The human just wants to talk about their food. And that is okay, right? The human would actually read the room and ask you questions kind of like based on the vibe. I think people just want to feel seen and heard. And they don't want to feel like they're just in a lineup and they're filling this role as the boyfriend, right? Like, so I think maybe even I'd love to hear from you too of like, what are you looking for in a partner? Somebody take care of me. I want to feel secure. Mm-hmm. I feel I want to have, they have my back no matter what. Yeah, That's what I want. That, that whole security blanket feeling like I can do, I can fail miserably mm-hmm. and you are there for me. That's kind of what I'm looking for. So what is so fascinating about what you just said is it's all based in feeling. Yes. And it's all based on like how someone shows up for you. But the questions you're asking aren't actually getting to the root of either of those. Oh, snap. (laughs) (laughs) It's what Yue was saying earlier, like, how do you give it more breathing room to see how this person shows up? That's how you can actually assess if this person's a good fit for you, not necessarily asking them all these questions. You know, there is this feeling of like, I need to be super serious and ask all the questions that isn't actually like what you're ultimately looking for. We'll be right back after this short break. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. There is this feeling of like, I need to be super serious and ask all the questions that isn't actually like what you're ultimately looking for. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. I just feel like you're pushing this heavy load uphill. That's that's like (laughs) the visual I get. You know, it's like this heaviness, this burden that I feel. And dating should be fun and light and additive to your life. This term that I love, relational self-awareness. What does the presence of this person bring out in you? If you are looking for a partner who makes you feel secure, who feels like you're taken care of, then if someone's wishy-washy about making plans, that person does not make you feel secure or taken care yeah. of. That's your barometer for filtering people. It's not about giving people chances at the expense of your own needs. We no. don't need that. Then we'd be giving everyone a fucking chance. And then what happened to Pylin? She's still pushing up that pile of shit uphill. I'm getting mad because I'm like, I'm trying to help you stop pushing that pile of shit and just <laughs> let it roll back down the hill. So I forget to look at how I feel. And I'm just like trying to take care of them. So yes, there's a lot of stuff that you're doing really well. Yeah. Am I? (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's really good to be goal oriented. I think you should keep asking those initial questions of what are you looking for? There's nothing wrong with asking those, you know, filtering questions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is the time to get more intentional. And I think you are intentional. But maybe it's like, how do we use that word differently? How do we get more into the intention of what matters to me? Less about like making every date so focused. Yeah. Yeah. Even like the first dates, like people have a good impression of you. You come off as smart and interesting. That stuff's okay on the first date to maybe be a little more formal. Yes. But the formality and just doing everyday life together, that's kind of the part that there's a little bit of this disconnect. Mm -hmm. Nobody's like, I connected so hard with her on the interesting questions or the academics or the smart or the intellectual stimulation. People connected with you on the fun times that you had. Yeah. Right? As simple and as basic as that sounds. Yeah. People really enjoyed the fun first date that you had. Yeah. The lightness that happened. So we're saying it's like, don't not be yourself, but also let more of yourself show through. You're hiding behind these questions and the academia. We want to see the 
the more of the true pylon come out. Yeah, like who is the pylon when you're with your friends? Yeah. I know like we live in a world where dating is an achievement. Like how do we start to enjoy the process more mm-hmm. and look at it as just, I'm just going to meet another human being and see where the conversation goes. Yes. Like, And then also like letting these people go that just aren't a good yes. match. Like okay. I'd rather you let more time develop and not feel like, okay, things need to move. Mm-hmm. By the first date, we need to do this. By the second date, we need to do this. And if we don't have a third date in this timeline, it's all off track. Yes. Like, let's try to maybe be a little less type A. I know we're recovering type A, but maybe recovering from the recovering type A. <laughs> How far? Double recovery. <laughs> There's never going to be no type A. And you want to find someone that appreciates that. I think actually Kenny did appreciate a lot of it. There was just this lack of connection with him. Like we talked about earlier, instead of asking, like, how do they view their identity as a father? Just how is it being a father? You know, just tweaking these questions slightly and listening instead of the judging of like, how are they going to answer this question? And what could I ask next? That removes you from the date. I still hear that like, you cannot be so academic about certain topics. And I agree with that piece. So yeah, what's the fine line of asking, but asking it chill <laughs> or letting it come when it's appropriate, not this is the date I asked this question kind of thing. So the agenda, what scared me was when you said, this is going to be a fun date, but the next one's going to be a serious date because I'm going to save the questions for the next date. That is so scary. Everybody can sense that. They're like, oh my God, this is planned fun. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, on, on the agenda to have fun. I'm so nervous. What's next? I don't want you to become the chill girl either, because let's be honest, we know you're not the chill girl. You're not chill. We know you're not chill girl. So. <laughs> That's so funny, because my friend, I would come to them and be like, I'm acting chill, super chill, this guy. She's like, okay, a chill person doesn't come and say, I'm being chill Exactly. Yeah. I would tap into how are you with your friends, right? You know, like that side of pylon, like you're not asking your friends all these questions friend pile in to these dates. That's what I would like to go into, not chill pile in, because chill pile in doesn't exist. Nope. And you could even say something like to them, like, I'm so excited, just, you know, relax tonight. Or maybe breaking it into conversation of, like, I really love to geek out on psychology. Yeah. Let me know if you're ever down to talk about this stuff, but doesn't need to be Like you're kind of testing them as the patient in the process. It's more of you two are opting in to collaborate on this convo. That's kind of the difference. Mm -hmm. Now that we've had this conversation, I'm curious to know what is, let's say, just distill it down to one key learning. I have this one saying that I like that I bring it here is like, let the universe reveal itself. So it's like, let the person reveal themselves. Yes, Mm -hmm. I love that. How do you tap into your feelings more? Because that is at the end of the day, that is what you're looking for, is the feeling. You said it yourself. Because then if I get nervous, I'm going to have like planned question, which is like, you're not nervous and you're just enjoying, then the being will come. Yeah. Do you find yourself feeling this way in your current partnership or does it feel better than some of these that you're not as plan oriented? I kind of went in to see him recently, like just like in a blah mode. I haven't seen him. But the second I saw him, that that when you say the feeling, it's like, it's all feeling. Great. Mm. This is so good. This is such a good sign. And how do we just like quiet the mind a little with all this, you know? Yes. like peace. 
I think as an action item, like how do you just go into those feelings more? And it sounds like this person is so set up for success that way that even, you know, who knows what will happen in the long term, but even if it doesn't last forever, the fact that like this is such a good person to practice all this stuff with. It sounds like they are the right person yes. to move this along. Mm-hmm. Top of this episode, you said, I'm freaking out because we hit the three-month mark. And usually the three-month mark is this period where you things happen. You have to make decisions. Mm-hmm. Get that out of your mind. Relationships do not work in three-month, six-month, mm-hmm. nine-month markers. They work by feelings. So we hope that you can take that away and take these learnings, apply it to this current relationship. And have we answered the question that we asked at the top of this show by being so goal oriented and boyfriend track focused? Are you actually failing at building a real romantic connection? What do you think, Pylon? So far, the sign of saying yes is failing. <laughs> However, there's no fail, it's just learning. Yes, yep. there you go. Correct. Honestly, we've had such a great kava with you. And like, we look forward to hearing how things are going for you. Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate this opportunity. What a great conversation with Pylon. Pylon was so open to the feedback. Yes, she was. Right. I'm so happy, especially for someone who's a recovering type A. Just like, are you really recovering? Yes, I know. Are you really recovering? But, you know, it's a work in progress. Everyone's a work in progress. And that's okay. You can't just stay a type A. doesn't mean you need to change. The point is not to change who you innately and authentically are. The point is, how do we set you up for success in love? So I'm glad we had this conversation about the difference between intentionality and pushing Mm -hmm. an agenda. Intentionality is about how you plan on showing up. It's not about what you're trying to convince the other person to do. So we hope we made that loud and clear. Sometimes we're just not aligned and that's okay. The best thing you could do is actually just say, this isn't a fit. Yes. We have this way that we're supposed to date, but are we actually relating to people as we date? We're just trying to go to that next goalpost. We're not truly seeing and hearing someone when we're just in this evaluation mode. Is this person going to be a good partner? Yeah. And we saw that with Pylon, didn't we? We had several of her old flames say she couldn't read the room or she didn't understand me. When you were so focused on these milestones, you stop to look at the person in front of you and think, what does this person need right now? How can I connect better with this person. I think she responded really well to this. She was a very good student. And I think especially now that she's in this relationship, hitting this pivotal like three-month mark, I really do think that she's going to take a lot of this and bring it to that. So I'm really excited to see what happens with her. Listen, she's such a catch. She's such a catch. So I can totally see why people would be drawn to her. Now it's about less the performative pylon and seeing What is the next layer of pylon? Yeah. This was such a great discussion. Now, the exit interview this episode is over, but tune in next week because we have a whole new conversation 
with a woman we are calling the queen of situationships. You definitely don't want to miss this one. As many of you have been in situationships, this is very, very relatable. So make sure to subscribe to Exit Interview so you can be the first to listen. And like we've mentioned, leaving that rating and review, five stars, please. That helps us so, so much. Continue the Exit Interview and get even more people to participate. Yes. And you can find us on Instagram at Exit Interview Show or on Twitter at X Interview Show. See you next week. This episode was coordinated by Katia Kupalian, creative produced by Samantha Martin, and edited by Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler at Little Scorpion Studios with executive producers Yue Shu, Julie Kraftchik, and Frolic Media. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.